Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Inner Sight around the world. Thank you so much for being with us. And this show tonight is dedicated to the beautiful, beautiful legacy and the guide dog, Milton, who was killed a year ago, July, at the Guide Dog Foundation. And uh, there was an arrest trainer who left Milton in the van to die, got off with a slap on the wrist, and uh, many of us are not happy with the whole horrible situation. You know, every company that has been successful has always thought to uh, prove on what they're doing. You know, they're trying to make it better, uh, make it more, uh, you know, where where there's a, a customers, make it easier for the customer to get what they need. Now, service dog schools are serving clients. Call them clients or consumers is even a better word, consumers. The uh, Seeing Eye program started back in the 40s, a long time ago, 80 years ago. And it started out pretty good with a blind a trainer and a stray dog. That's the concept that Inner Sight works on. You know, we, we believe that uh, blind trainers, blind trainers are the best guide dog trainers because they live it. So, how do you improve the guide dog system? Well, First, you've got to be open, open-minded to improve it. It's not going to improve if, if, if you have the attitude like the uh, Guide Dog Foundation out here. You know, don't don't tell us what to do. Uh, we don't want anybody in our business and, and so on and so forth. And that now has reflected on the death of Milton, you know, I mean, there's a reason why they don't want regulation and licensing and a law. Because now the whole school would be turned upside down with investigation. But you don't have that because there's no regs. How do you improve? Well, the guide dog school. Uh, I remember years ago when I was learning how to train guide dogs, I, I studied with uh, apprenticeship with two different uh, great trainers. Dave Burke was one of them, and uh, Captain Arthur Haggerty was the other. And Dave was very into uh, helping blind people. He started the puppy program, I believe, at uh, Guiding Eyes. And uh, he said something to me one day. He said, 
Did you know how I learned to become a better guide dog trainer? I learned from the blind that I'm dealing with. I listened to blind people. And that's how I became a better trainer. And that's one of the best comments I've ever heard from a human being. And that's what these schools should do. You know, they should listen and learn from the people who live it. I mean, nobody knows what it's like being blind better than us. A trainer can put on a blindfold, but uh, that doesn't cut it, you know. And uh, so improve the schools. Now, there's a few ways you can do that. First of all, for those who want it, get rid of these ridiculous waiting lists. You don't need a waiting list. There's a million dogs out there that could service the disabled. What you need is someone to scout around with you and, and, and for you to find the right dog. Trainers know what to look for. So there's one way that they can improve their service. Cut out the waiting list for people who who want to do it that way. I mean, you know, people want to do it the old-fashioned way, let them. But how about the people who don't? And uh, how about the people who already have dogs? who are blind and disabled, who and, and, and the dog may be uh, qualified to serve as a service dog. You know, the school doesn't even take a look at that. So there's another way. You don't need a waiting list. If the person already has a dog, see? Now, if the person is going to train the dog, wants to train the dog on their own, there's another way of improving the schools. Many people may not want that, but some, I'm sure, do. You know, send the trainer over to the house once a week and and, and work with the person and uh, help them to train the guide dog on their own. We're talking mostly about guide dogs, all service dogs. It's National Guide Dog Month. So the question becomes, do they want to improve school? You know? Or do they, or do they just want to stay, stay in the same uh, rut that they're in and... and uh, Denying people and and, and uh, collecting the money and keeping it—that's what happens a lot of the time. You know, they raise fifty to a hundred grand. They keep the money, and uh, many many people don't even get a dog. So improvement is the key here. You know the the. Uh, 
old expression, the consumer is always right. Well, how come that doesn't apply in the guidebook schools? You know, person can't go in there and say, hey, I got a German shepherd uh, uh, two years old, beautiful, beautiful temperament dog who loves me and uh, I believe she understands that I can't see good. I don't want another dog. I want to train this one. Schools should accommodate people as much. Hey, Frank. Hello? Hey, Frank. Yeah, what's going on? I don't know. I just wanted to let you know I was here. That's all. I tried to reach you and I couldn't reach you. Yeah, my husband left me up this time. (laughs) Just engineer and stand by for me. I am. I am. So, uh, improving upon a company is very important. You know, things change, uh, people change, and the horrible, horrible thing that that happened to Milton could have really been prevented had there been regulations and licensing. People would have thought twice, hey, and and see what what she did with with Milton. Where's Milton? Because I could lose my license and, and, and according to the regulations, I could even go to jail if something happened to Milton. That's what the law should be. But you're dealing with people's lives, people's safety. You're dealing with with an animal that keeps you away from danger. Any agency that's dealing with something that helps you to keep away from danger, be licensed and regulated. And every agency is, except the guide door schools. So there you have it, uh, improving <clears throat> the key word. And uh, the, the, these schools should have people working for them who want to improve changes. You know, they don't. They don't ask a blind person, "Hey, uh, you wanna you wanna learn to train a dog on your own, or would you rather we train it?" Or, you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna raise a lot of money. And, uh, the money comes because of people like you. So people should have a say in what's going on here. I mean, that would be a great improvement. And, uh, you know, keeping the the legacy of Milton alive should be part of every guide dog curriculum now. The idea of, hey, this is horrible. We have to put in safety features, and those safety features have to be regulated by the law to make sure that people will obey them. 
and the schools should be licensed. They should want their schools to be licensed. By the way, the number here is 213-816-1650. So you want to call in talking about uh, how to improve the guide dog schools. And if a person trains the dog on their own and the agency raises 50 to 100 grand, that person should get part of that money for doing the work, for training the dog. Part of that money raised should go to that individual who is working on training the dog. And a guide dog in training is covered by the human rights law. The only one that isn't covered by the law are the schools. Everything else is. I mean, the law is not the greatest. It could be improved a lot, but at least it's there. But it doesn't apply to the schools. You know, it's really hypocritical because the schools will write a letter uh, to someone or some organization, some uh, business, and say, hey, you know, uh, human rights law says that this blind person can come in with the dog and you have no right to to do this, blah, blah, blah. But they won't give people rights in connection with their own school. I mean, isn't that phony? I think it is. They want other people to do it, but they won't do it. So there you have a a big, big contradiction in what's going on here. Uh, I want to take a little break. I want to... This show is brought to you by Milton tonight. I want to talk about Milton a little bit and come back to the main subject how the guide dog could improve Milton was a, a sweet, beautiful dog. I, I never met him, but I know his spirit because I know my mm-hmm. dog. Very similar spirit. Michelle used to call him a goof. <laughs> he liked to play a lot. He wasn't on the mm-hmm. Hey, come on with that noise. What noise? Oh, let me go see the AC. I'll be back. I don't hear it well, Frank. I'm going to go look and investigate. Okay? Hold on. And, uh, Michelle tells me that Milton was a great, great guide dog, that she had the most confidence, the best confidence in him, and, and he stood between her and danger, and she had a lot more freedom when she uh, had him on the harness and they were working together. The school took that away from her when they destroyed Milton's life. They took that away from her. They, therefore, they, they, they really destroyed part of Michelle's life. And uh, now... On top of everything else, 
they haven't offered her another dog. They won't service her, which to me is an admission of guilt. But they don't want the truth to come out. They don't want people to talk. They don't want, uh, you know, blind people have great ears, you know, most of them. They don't want the truth out. That's why they won't give Michelle another dog. Because the truth is bound to come out. And also, we're extending an invitation to the trainer who left Milton in the van. Uh, We'd like to invite you to be a guest on the podcast, tell your side of the story and what happened and what didn't happen. Uh, we believe it would be beneficial to everyone to have that. All right, Intersight means freedom. Advocates for the disabled are Intersight phone number 631-224-3090. And the subject tonight, how to improve the guide dog school, we, we mentioned a few ways to give classes of, of people how to train dogs on their own, service dogs. Uh, check out the person who already has a dog to see if it's a good candidate for a service dog. Go around and, and with the person or for them and uh, Try to find a, a a shelter dog or a rescue dog instead of the long, long, long waiting list, which is really all about money. The seeing eye didn't start that way. Money. Mm-hmm. It started with a stray and a guy who trained it. All right, in a sight. And uh, people have had different experiences with the guide schools over the years. And I remember uh, uh, one guy who was part of a, a circus, a blind, he was a blind clown. Mm-hmm. And the school, didn't, the school didn't approve of that. He had the dog with him in the in the uh, circus ring, you know, doing his his act. And the guiding eyes threatened to take his dog away, <laughs> but they said he was using the dog to make money. Well, you know, his comment was where, where I got I got it from. He said, well, don't people use their eyes to make money? Mm-hmm. See, the point is, they don't really believe that a guide dog is somebody's eyes. They say they do, but they don't really believe it. It's just an expression. And many a times I've caught them on that, and they, they've admitted it. So... We believe it a lot. 
not every blind person does, but I know many who do. So there's a way to improve the school. As long as the person's not breaking a law or committing a crime, those eyes have a right in the form of a guide dog to be there with you. That's the whole purpose of the dog. To serve as your vision. To help you get along. Now, I want to, uh, we have, uh, Suzanne's on the line. I want to ask her, uh, some time ago she applied to try to get a dog to uh, guide the wheelchair. Tell, tell us what happened. Well, I filled out the application, which um, I'm feeling really strongly about it, that, you know, when you fill out the application, that's when things start. You know, and they should be held accountable to what they did. You know, that, that's not happening in a in a, the right way, I should say. You know? um, also, what did they do? Details. Yeah, they, this is a, the main part that I'm going to stress. They didn't allow me to come into their facility and actually um, train a dog. They weren't, you know, they weren't that um, friendly. That's a good way of putting it. Well, did they accept you? No. Your dog or not? Nope. Absolutely not. What did they tell you? It's a shame. What did they tell you? They told me about two weeks later that that, um, they actually was a... um, Oh, sorry. I'm really sorry. Um, yeah, we. I had to actually um, speak with the person again. And I, oh, I ripped up the application. I didn't know you were serious. I said, I am serious. I need a dog. He then um, was waiting for me to, you know, come back or whatever with a some sort of a... I knew that they weren't the best at that point. Now when poor um, Milton passed passed away, you know, at the hands of the school, let me tell you something. There's nothing in the world that wouldn't stop me from just saying, why don't you just give us the darn money and we'll do it on our own. That's all. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But you're not giving the story that you told me. Yeah, you're no. Told... I have a story, but right now my memory sucks. I think it's the you medicine told... I'm taking. Hold it. You told me mm-hmm. that they told you on the phone that they don't have that program there anymore. That's correct. Is that, is that right? Yes, that's correct. That's what you told me. Yeah, yeah, that's correct that they yeah. said that they're no longer later, using that program. A yep. couple of weeks later, you spoke to someone who mm-hmm. said, that's not true. We do. We still have that. that yeah, it was an, like an elderly woman a type voice, and she said, oh, we've had that for ages. Then they give me, um, you know, they ask for, uh, like, to have, uh, oh, God, Frank, I'm not doing well. <laughs> um, they wanted me to, but, I can't. You were given two different points answers, of view. Yeah. One That's person correct. said they have the program, and the other person said they didn't. All right. Now. Right. That's why the school 
should be improved by having regulation. That's see? true. That's what we need, especially mm-hmm. in a case like that. If one person says one thing, another person says another thing, do they have that program or don't they? Exactly. They wanted to send me off to Florida. Florida, are you crazy? This is what I was saying in my mind. It's like sending me to Florida is not going to help me. Because <laughs> Florida had the program and Yonkers, I think, had the program, but not no longer did um, the school out in Smithtown have that program. So I'm glad I didn't get anything from them. That's the moral of the story. Because I don't know if they'll take they, it back. And, they and get away with it because mm-hmm. there's no rules and no law to protect you. Right. And I wonder how many other people have done this too. Oh, a lot, probably. We don't know about it. Yeah. So there's yeah, another it, way that that, that, mm-hmm. that this school that these schools must be improved. Mm-hmm. First of all, people that to know that, that that are going to give you accurate information. Mm-hmm. And then have a law to fall back on for the person mm-hmm. to say, hey, you know, uh, I want this program. If you're not going to do mm-hmm. it for me, I, I, I want my... <laughs> a hearing. I want to, you know, I want yeah. a fair chance to present my case. Exactly. I mean, that's the most important thing out of that whole raising money situation for them. Now, the thing bothers me that when they... they it's a little pet peeve that I don't I don't like. Um, they lie to you regularly, and um, that's my big pet peeve when people lie and they don't, you know, do the right thing. That bothers me a lot. <laughs> you know. Well, so I'm, I'm just waiting till. I'm sorry. They lied about Milton. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. When the unfortunately. Uh, when 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 Milton was fighting for his life in that van, the trainer called Michelle mm. and didn't tell her. Where Milton oh was. my God! Wow, they have Found some nerve, there. actually. Yeah, no, they have some nerve to do that. Actually, call her while she's killing the dog. That that's some nerve. That takes. A, a big, you know, set <laughs> to be doing that. <laughs> and, it's terrible. And the was supposed to be a friend to mm-hmm. Michelle. They they actually made friends mm-hmm. during the course of the training. Mm-hmm. The friend. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what an enemy is. Friends like that, you don't need enemies. Exactly. <laughs> All right, in a side, I want to... Uh, Talk about how the school could improve in a very, very big way if they would open the door. Oh, stop that noise! I'm trying. I don't hear it. Is that better? Put yourself on mute. Just watch the phone. Yeah, I am. The school would greatly improve 
if they would uh, consider people in nursing homes who need services. Now, this would be a step in the right direction because the service dog is going to help you get back home. If you get a, a, an apartment or a job, everybody knows that. You know, it's the old expression, don't you need the dog to get the job? They have set themselves up as judge and jury on this nursing home thing. They have the resources, they have the money, they have the dog, they're breeding them. But a person from a nursing home doesn't have a chance to get service dog. I'm talking about a resident in in the nursing home. People who have to live there. So here's a tremendous way that they could improve their service to people, improve their image, and and uh, help people stay out and and get out of nursing homes. I mean, they they don't they don't get money from the state. They don't get money from the federal government. They don't have to follow their rules. A person in a nursing home is is a you know a qualified person who who can use the service dog is a great great candidate for a dog to be helped to feel better about themselves to 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 get up and 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 walk to have some purpose in life dog and, and take care of it and cause it the teamwork. And to get their life back, that's what a service dog can do for somebody. I'm not saying that everybody in there should get a service dog. No. Only the ones who who, uh, will follow the dog and and work with it and, uh, you know, have that that energy to do it. And then, you know, people can also work toward that. In other words, if somebody has a a physical condition and uh, they're trying to learn how to walk again, here's a good incentive. Come on, you know, you're going to, you're going to do your, do your physical exercise and, and, and your physical therapy and all that get to walking you're going to get your new guide dog or a blind person or your service dog a great incentive to get moving again I mean there's a lot of people who can uh, benefit from something like cool should be servicing those people they should be taking applications. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a crazy it's a crazy waiting list. I don't I don't approve of that, but at least it would be better than nothing. So there's a way 
the schools could greatly improve. And, you know, all, all these service dog schools operate the same way. So we're talking about all of them. Maybe someone, maybe some of them have a little uh, different bend on the rules, but it's all the same. None of them are licensed. None of them are regulated. And uh, and a lot of the things that go on in these schools are hidden. We don't know what goes on. Everything that goes on in the school. When I was at Guiding Eyes, we had some things that went on that. Uh, the public certainly wasn't aware of. So improve the schools. Listen to the people. Uh, give classes on how to train service dogs, what, what, what to look for, what to be uh, aware of. What would be negative in a dog? What would be positive? You know, how to work with different things. Uh, how to judge the dog's body language. There's so much to it. And that would greatly improve the uh, school and the students because people would learn more how to handle the dog and uh, you know what 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 what's going on with the with the training what 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 should i expect what what kind of uh method is the trainer using and so on and so forth there's a lot to it and there's a great, great need to improving service dog school. And, you know, that need has really increased since the death of Nelson. Uh, people who go to these schools are very, very uneasy in, in uh, trying to get the school proved to be licensed, and to be regulated. Because uh, the, the schools, the guide dog schools look down on people like that. They'd rather deal with somebody who's just, uh, you know, doesn't question them and, and uh, just takes everything as, as, as that they tell them. Because once you start questioning them and, and digging into things, why this, why that. They don't want that. And especially at this guide dog foundation, I'm sure that uh, they wouldn't want anybody over there who's going to start asking questions about Milton. What happened? Where was the supervisory staff when Milton was in that van? How come he wasn't checked on? How come uh, they didn't notice that he was missing? You know, different things like that. They're not going to service people like that. 
They won't even service Michelle. It was her dog. All right, in a sight, anybody out there, 213-816-1650 if you want to call in on the uh, program, National Guide Dog Month. Sign up, petition. We have uh, about 76,000 names. Sign the petition and help us license and regulate the schools. Now, the Americans with Disability Act says that you can, anybody can train a service dog. You can train a dog on your own. It's covered by the law, right? Hmm. Now, why don't the schools respect that? Excuse me. (laughs) I mean, don't they believe in the ADA? I don't think they believe in the American way, period. You know, that's how I feel, at least. The law is there for a purpose. Mm -hmm. Well, there's another way Mm -hmm. they could improve. What they should do is notify their congressmen and say, hey, this verse in the ADA, which says that people can train dogs on their own, mm-hmm. why don't we elaborate on that and, and bring in a new phase, uh, maybe a federal license for the schools where people could have a fair hearing if they're not satisfied or something goes wrong. You know how many how many people are, are graduated from the school, and the next yeah. week or two, they're having trouble with the dog, and the school takes the dog away. <laughs> Happens all the time. <laughs> I mean, you don't hear it on the news because they they don't mm-hmm. they don't report things. But there's a example of where the ADA could be very helpful. Mm-hmm. They would amend it and bring it in to the service dog system. There are many, many ways that these schools could improve. I mean, for the money they raise, about fifty to $100,000, a lot of money to mm-hmm. train a guide dog. You don't need that kind of money to train a guide dog. You do it for a lot less. Well, anybody yeah. out there, we, 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 we'd like to hear from you. you have any ideas how uh, these schools could improve? 213-816. Frank? 1650. Uh-huh. I want to call it. What? We have some callers. Some are not queued in, but um, I have Louie, and I believe I have somebody I do not quite know, so um, we have a mystery guest. <laughs> All right, let's take... Uh, Louie was on last night. Let's take a call from... Uh, whoever else. Yeah. yeah, hold on. Hello? 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 H
Skype live. Hello. Caller. You have a question or a comment? Oh, looks like somebody didn't want to speak and they disconnected. <laughs> we got Louie. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, so, you know, it's very, very difficult to deal with an agency who think that they know it all. Because nobody knows it all. He could be the greatest trainer in the world. Captain Haggerty, to me, was the greatest trainer in the world. He didn't know it all. Nobody does. And, you know, what really kills these schools, what really makes them bad and horrible in many ways, is the uh, attitude. Now, I'm not saying they don't have good trainers, they don't do some good things. They do. But there's a lot of room for improvement. And that's what we're talking about. And we've said it and we'll say it again. A lot of the people who work for these schools should not be in those jobs. They're the wrong people. You need people who want people to have rights, who want to expand on that and and do something about it, especially in in the safety area, especially after what happened to Milton. You need people who are going to get up there and talk about it and say, hey, this is a new age. This never should have happened to this dog. It's partly our fault. The supervision, responsible. Yeah, all right, the trainer left them in there. But what about the people who are over her? They're responsible too. And what they should be doing is getting up there and talking about it and say, hey, we want, to, we want to improve. We want to show the blind community, the disabled community, that we care about what happened to Milton. We want to put in preventative. We, we want to be licensed and regulated. That's what they should be doing. And that would be a big change, a big improvement. Everyone who has to deal with the school. Uh, the other thing is they're locked into uh, certain breeds, Labradors, Shepherds, mostly. Mostly Shepherds and Labradors. Suppose, a, suppose a, a blind person says, hey, I heard an Akita can be a guide dog. You know, they've never trained in a Kita guide dog. And yet you get the right one. They're very loyal and, and smart and faithful. Take it from somebody who knows. <laughs> All about attitude and wanting to improve and wanting to change for the better. and give people more help and improvement 
on what's going on with the with the uh, service dogs. By the way, I want to thank the Big East Akita Rescue for their shipment of food that's coming tomorrow. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Big East Akita Rescue at Verizon.net and Joanne Diamond. Uh, 609-388-7004. Thank you for caring about my guide dog. Now, there's an example. The Akita Rescue. Caring about the dogs. To make changes. And serve the people. Remember, the, the consumer, the customer is always right. That's a principle. And therefore, the consumer should be telling the school, hey, I want to do this, that, and the other thing. The kind of dog I want. I want an Akita. Or I want this other breed or whatever whatever breed they they like that can be, you know, that, that where the temperament will be right for the job. It's very important. All these ways of improving, and a lot more, I'm sure. The school is not the expert on guide dogs. The blind person who uses the guide dog, the teamwork, that's the expert. The real blind person. Not the school where, uh, you know, sighted people are making believe they're blind. All right, I understand why they do it. But that's not the real expert. The real expert are the people out there using the dogs. And there's so many, uh, got a story, uh, months ago. I'm not going to mention the guy's name because I haven't asked him, but uh, he caught an attitude from the school where his dog was getting older as my dog is. And, you know, you get so attached to these dogs. You just, you don't many, many times you because everybody's an individual, so I'm talking about this, this one guy didn't want to let go of his dog, and 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 the and the, uh, the trainer came down. You know, they were thinking about giving him another dog. I don't know what happened if he got it, but the trainer had the attitude: well, uh, if you're going to go out and work your dog with the harness, I'm going to have to take your harness away. You know, implying that uh, the dog was too old to work. Well, the blind person didn't agree with that. And he told him. He stood up to him. Now, I don't know what the outcome was. I, I haven't talked to this person for a while. But I'll try to find out. I owe my phone call anyway. But the point is... <clears throat> 
There's a situation where you need the law. Does the school have the right to take somebody's harness away because they decide that the dog is too old to work? I mean, what kind of a stupid-ass thing is that? That's somebody's life you're dealing with. Now, if, if there was a law and there was a hearing and there could be proof as to uh, this dog is, is uh, a danger or, you know, maybe the dog is losing eyesight or whatever it is, that's a different story. You see, we're not one-sided at sight the way these jackass schools are. They're one-sided. They think they know it all. We don't. We want the fairness of the law. They don't. And that proves right there that they're all one-sided with a horrible attitude. They, 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 they threw uh, uh, Joe Delgado out with independent living when, when he went there to try to get them to, to, to reason with them, to try to get uh, the possibility of, of legislation. And they just about told them to get out, don't tell us what to do. That kind of thing has got to go. We're all in this together. That's what has to be realized. You guiding eyes, you foundation, you seeing eye, all of you. All of you got the money because of us. You wouldn't have a penny if it wasn't for us the blind, the disabled. So as we said before, it's worth saying again, get those people out of there who don't belong in those jobs and put people in who want to make improvements and change these things. That's what we need. And we submit at Intersight, that there had been regulations and licensing of the Guide Dog Foundation on Saturday, July 3rd, or whatever day it was, a year ago, July, Milton would still be alive because the regulations would have scared the hell out of them and would have made that supervisory person who is responsible to check up on the trainers. Where's the dog? Where's Milton? What'd you do with him? Because he or she would have been afraid for their station and their violation. That's what you need. That's why you have laws. To put that little bit of fear in people, they obey the law. <clears throat> we all have to go through that. We all learn that sooner or later. These schools have got to learn how to do their job better. That's really what it comes down to. 
Business Night tonight brought to you by the legacy of Milton, and uh, we're hoping to uh, get another day for Milton coming up. We had a little setback in Texas, but we're not going to let that stop us from going to other states. And uh, do a day for Milton. Anybody out there who would like to, in any state you're in, contact InnerSight. Our email is InnerSight162016201620 at gmail.com. And we'd be happy to work with you if you want to uh, do a day for Milton. We did one here in New York in May. It was it was a beautiful, beautiful event. You don't need any money to do it. You got to get somebody to donate a place, building, or a restaurant, or recreational center, whatever, any place, a church. So if you'd like to do it, keep the legacy. Milton the guide dog alive and uh, help us fill up that petition. We're we're trying to get a million names now by Christmas. That's our goal every year. We haven't made it yet, but we're going to keep fighting for it. A million names. million for Milton. That's a good way to put it. A million for Milton. Inner sight. We'll be with you tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, the funnies over here. Want to goof off and uh, have some fun? Tune in tomorrow night. And uh, we'll have a lot of fun. Louie will be here. I don't know about Jimmy Dinnegan. I might try to get him in here. We'll do a little Lauren Hardy and Jack Gleason and all that. Tomorrow night, 8 to 9, Inner Sight. Blog Talk Radio. So I want to thank all our friends, all our listeners. I want to thank uh, my daughter Mary. I want to thank Suzanne. Everybody. Who... Believe in inner sight. And all of our friends who make donations all all year long, keep the show on the air. Thank you so much. Inner sight means freedom, advocates for the disabled. Our inner sight number is 631-224-3090. And we're going to be with you uh, tomorrow night on Inner Sight Frolics. That's tomorrow night at 8. So come on in and uh, goof around. Have some fun, some good laughter. All right, thank you so much for listening.
Don't forget to sign the petition, change.org. Look for the uh, guide dog petition and the nursing home one. We need we need a lot more names on that. The nursing home petition. And thank all of our friends for being a part of Inner Sight, especially our friend at Silo, Suffolk Independent Living Organization. Don't forget their advocate their advocacy workshop October 13th and then the nursing home news conference a week after that on the 20th. Thank you so much. Goodbye, world. Inner sight. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Inner, inner, inner sight. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.